Amen. Amen. Praise God, Pastor Derek Fletcher here today. Happy Thanksgiving. Amen. This season of food and fellowship is on us. And man, I love food and fellowship every day of the year. Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen. Let's share a word with you on today. Uh, Peter, get right. Amen. Or Peter gets right. Amen. So this is John 21. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the revelation through your word that we have and that we receive the fullness of our birthright through Jesus Christ. And so, Lord God, touch this word that it go forth, that it enrich and that it touch the hearts of your people right now in the name of jesus we thank you for the fullness of life the fullness of love the fullness of the promise and the total package in jesus christ and so father god we thank you for all things amen amen let's take a look at this and so this is the english standard version that i'll be sharing with you all today Amen. If you don't get anything else from this, amen, <laughs> understand that that when Peter, when Jesus met Peter, he told him, you know, to put down his nets and, and follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Remember that. Number two, that Jesus uh, told Peter, he says, uh, the devil decide, desires to sift you. Amen. But I pray for you. Amen. I pray for you uh, that uh, uh, that he don't, does not consume you. And that's a paraphrase on that. Not only that, but also the third thing is when Jesus told him that he would deny him three times and then the cock crow of the cock. Amen. Uh, and, and so remember that. And, and so when, when Peter saw all the things that happened, he totally forgot about the key instances of healing. He forgot about the trend, the Mount of Transfiguration. And so at this time, amen, in this context, amen, Peter has gone back fishing. He's witness. He's lied. Um, he's lied about uh, him knowing Christ. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And when the people asked, amen, and, and, and yesterday I shared this, and then one of the men says, you know, he was there in a place of comfort among other worldly people uh, in the uh, around the fire. And so when he was engaged, he was in the wrong place anyway. And so uh, the revelation aspect, he was compelled to, to lie because he was just wasn't around the right people. And so what I want to share with you is your encounter with Jesus is it won't leave you the same. Amen. <laughs> so Peter had been with them, you know, uh, for a period of three years. Amen. He saw the, the miracles. He, he even prophesied. When Jesus asked, um, who do men say that I am? And Peter said, thou art Christ, uh, son of the living God. And all of that, your encounter with Jesus will not leave you 
to the place to go back to the same thing, business as usual. And so that investment of time, of, of resource, of talent into him, amen, it didn't go to naught, but, but, but Peter, amen, witnessed all that. And, and I believe he, he, because he lied, um, but it was prophesied, he was in a place and his mindset was telling him to go back to doing business as usual. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. I should have turned out. But whenever you have an encounter with Jesus, it's never business as usual. It's never the present paradigm and mindset, amen, that the world system presents to you. It's always that area of innovation. It's always that area of high-end performance. And Jesus is expecting that from Peter, amen. Hence, uh, uh, Jesus, uh, in, in verse four, he, you know, it's at the break of day, amen, and Jesus stands on the shore, and he's in the resurrected form of who he is, and, and I'm, I doubt if the, the disciples recognize him, amen, but it says here that Jesus stood at the, on the shore, and says, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus, and Jesus called to them, and he said, children, do you have any fish? And they answered, no. And so these were still professionals at what they were doing, amen. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. <clears throat> and so I thought through this and, and meditated on this factor, these were experienced fishermen. They knew the craft. Amen. And so Jesus, whenever he enters into the scene, he comes in with the methodology that's so innovative and so far to the right of things that from the natural, it makes no sense. And so here we see where he tells them to cast the nets to the right side of the boat, which is the shallow side, the shorter side. Amen. They were on the left side of the boat. Amen. Where the fish would normally be on the bulk of the catch of the efficiency aspect. Under Jesus Christ, in him, there's opportunity to do great and excellent things that is outside of the norm of what the natural mind and the natural man can understand. Amen. And so sometimes, but yet all the time in those encounters, amen, we should not question it. We just should do, amen, the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus had them cast their nets to the right side of the boat and you will find some. He tells them, he says, do this, do this unique and this odd thing and you're going to find fish. Uh, you know, I have planted in you to be fishers of men. Already, I mean, you know about natural fishing and all those things, but do what I say and you will find the bumper crop. You will find <coughs> the maximum opportunity to do the greatest impact relative to being obedient to what God is telling you in and through the name of Jesus Christ. 
And so they did so they cast their nets to the side. Now there were not able enough, amen, to haul it all. In Jesus Christ, there is an abundance that your natural mind cannot understand. But when you obey and serve him, you will eat the fat of the land. When you obey and serve him, amen, your eyes will see miracles and your eyes will see, hallelujah, blind eyes open, uh, the dead that are risen, and that those that are sick from impossibility diseases, impossibilities of diseases will be healed. And so at this time, they did what Jesus said. And because of it, they had such a quantity of fish, an abundance of crop, an abundance of overflow. In Jesus, there is an abundance in him. And by his obedience, there's more uh, than enough. And it's sufficiency enough for, for ministry, sufficiency enough for your marriage, sufficiency enough for your household, sufficiency enough for your children and your generations after them and the generations. And so here, uh, uh, that the disciples whom Jesus loved, therefore said to Peter, it is the Lord. And so the, the miracle of the fish was relative to the point of their obedience. And so here at glory to God, the now the, the disciples are letting Peter know. He says, it's the Lord. He said, it is the Lord. I'm sure because Peter had denied Christ and he went back to fishing, there was a question mark in his mind and his spirit was hungry for the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. And when Peter, amen, and, and, and when Peter, Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, amen, he put on his outer garment, amen, because he was fishing, amen. And so uh, uh, he was tied up and, and, and so so he could get in the water. So his, his garment, hallelujah, basically rendered him. He just had on his, his, his swimming trunk, so to speak, or his shorts. Amen. So his undergar- outer garment. And so he strapped. Amen. So he was strapped for work. Amen. If you know anything about fishing and fishermen and casting nets, it's a, it's a grueling, it's a heavy style of work. Amen. And, and, and you you're on the boat and your hands and you're pulling the net and uh, you're getting wet and, and your body is wet. And so, and he threw himself into the sea. And so, and the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish. And so the nets were so full, the, the abundance of increase was so large that they had to bring in another boat for they were not far from the land, amen, but about a hundred yards off, amen. So so they come to help with the abundance of increase. <clears throat> you need help with the abundance of increase that the Lord God has for you. It's so much flow and so much of abundance that you can't handle it all. Amen. So there's an overflow, glory to God. And so Peter, amen, is seeing uh, even the flow of God 
in this instance. Amen. And so uh, uh, touching the mind of Peter, the, 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 the fleshly mind uh, uh, of Peter, amen, showing him even supernatural outcomes, supernatural movements to help him understand that he has a destiny and, of course, a calling that God needs for him to get adjusted and to get it right. Hallelujah. And so when they got out on land, they saw the charcoal fire in place. Amen. Say time for food and fellowship. Amen. (coughs) With fish laid out on it and bread. If you're ever with the person and they never want to feed and fellowship, beware. Amen. If you're in a relationship and a person never wants to break bread, or there's an issue, hallelujah, there's something in the sincerity of their friendship or relationship that's lacking. And so we have here, amen, Jesus has rendered a command instruction. They followed it and they they benefited from that. Amen. And so the, the number of fish, glory to God, were 153. The EVS I don't see where it's saying that. Amen. So it was a fifth hundred and fifty-three of denominations of of fish types and kind. Amen. And we can get into that and we can talk about how through Jesus Christ there's a diversity of fish. There's a plethora of methodologies that through uh the Spirit of God that He wants us to apply to capture fish and to make us fishers of men, not just after our own ethnicity or our own kind, but many more. Glory to God. And that's a whole nother thing. But here uh, he set up, glory to God, the fire is burning and they're ready uh, uh, to have food and fellowship. And Jesus said to them, he said, bring some fish of the fish that you have just caught. Glory to God, bring them, bring them. And so Peter, Simon, amen, Simon Peter went aboard and hauled uh, the net shore full of large fish. Oh, here it is right here. I missed it. Okay, 153. Glory to God of them. Hallelujah. The other text, uh, instead of the number enumeration, amen, it spells it out. Glory to God. And I missed it. Amen. It says, all, and although there were so many, the net was not torn. Amen. And so the increase, uh, with the increase, amen, of harvest, there may come an opportunity of anxiety, a opportunity of worry. Amen. But the net didn't break. In Jesus Christ, as you are pulling, amen, individuals to you, and you're pulling them by the obedience of the word of God, amen, that increase, amen, and that totality of diversity of folks that are coming in, glory to God, it's because of the hand of God and and, and when it should be and make no natural sense, but in God, it makes total sense, glory to his name. And so here Jesus says to them, come and have breakfast, amen. It's early in the morning, 
They've been out all night fishing, didn't catch anything. Glory to God until Jesus gave him instructions. Be it not that your labor is in vain, but receive the fullness of the Lord. Receive the totality of the impartation that he has for you. Glory to God. It says now uh, none of the disciples uh, 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 darted, ask him who you are. They, they, they were like, hey, you know, we, we know who you are but you're not looking the same. Hallelujah. Your encounter with Jesus will not leave you the same. Hallelujah. And now they are seeing him and he's in the form of a resurrected Christ. Hallelujah. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so they still are like, okay. And they knew it was him. They knew it was him because my sheep, they know my voice. Glory to God. And so glory to God. Come on, Peter. Let's get things corrected. Let's get yourself course corrected under the hand and the authority of your birthright in Jesus Christ. So many people are operating outside of the full potential of their birthright in Jesus Christ, but he has mandated, he has called us out, amen, to walk in his way, to walk in his statutes. And Peter went back to business as usual. You've had a right side experience outside of the paradigm ship, amen, outside of the average, outside of what the norm is. It's on the right side, a, a extreme encounter, hallelujah, a, 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 a shift of a hallelujah off of the paradigm but a shift into the area of innovation, a shift into the area where no man or no woman has gone. It's an area that's considered the upper end or the outlier area, hallelujah, the area of innovation, the area of no return, the area of all sufficiency in Jesus Christ. And so here in 13 uh, of John, glory to God, in 13 of of, of chapter 21, Jesus came and he took the bread, he gave it to them. And so with the fish, he served them, you all. If you have a leader that can't serve you, something is questionable. If you're in a place, amen, where there is not provision, amen, glory to God, you need to recompute, recompute, recalculate. Amen. But glory to God. We need you, Peter, to get it, it right. Get it right because the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings is there before you. Your Damascus Road experience is here. It's right before you. It's a turnaround experience. It's one that when you walk away, you won't be the same. Glory to God. And this was. Now, the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was risen from the dead. Number three, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Number three, on the third day, he got up. Hallelujah. On the third day, he rose up. And so here we go. Hallelujah. There was instruction given, obedience rendered, the increase of 
uh, the harvest, there was food and fellowship and breaking of bread. Hallelujah. Jesus served them. Now it's time to impart and to course correct. Now it is time to align Peter with his destiny and his call. Hallelujah. Your encounter with Christ will not leave you the same. Your encounter with Christ will allow you a space and an opportunity to get it right, an area and a space to be obedient to the call and area which in which you have been chosen by God. 15. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Son of John, do you love me more than this? Glory to God. He's getting to the business because when you love Christ, there's a hunger within you. There is a gap of fulfillment, glory to God, that only the Holy Spirit can fulfill. There is a place only by the motivation of the love of God that will fulfill that gap, fulfill that place of hunger. And he's and, and, and here he's using the implication of agape. Do you love me without explanation? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Now, Peter's answer back, glory to God, is from the aspect of fraternal love. Yeah, yeah, I love you, man, as long as we cool and you don't, you don't, you know, you don't mess with me. You don't come back with me. And then Jesus says to him, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He's still talking about, hey, long as we cool, I'm going to love you now. You step out of the bounds of my, my four square, my triangle, whatever, my circle, then we got an issue. That was his answer back. That's the way he answered back. Then he said to him, tend my sheep. Amen. He, he's the, the area of responsibility. He said, feed them. Then he's, he's reaching in. He says, tend my sheep. Amen. Not just go and feed them and go somewhere, but tend to them, tend to their, their wounds, uh, tend to their shortcomings, tend to the area because they're going to need direction. They're going to need guidance. Glory to God. Then in 17, he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved, man. He was, uh, because he said to him the third time, he says, do you love me? <laughs> and he said to him, Lord, you know everything. He said, man, I'm done. He said, do you love me? He said, says, Look, man, I'm tired of you asking me these questions. Um, Lord, you know everything. So, so why are you why are you bothering me with this? 
why are you chastising? What, what, what's up? He says, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Now, I want to share with you instances of servitude. Amen. There's a difference between a shepherd, glory to God, that loved the sheep and the shepherd that's just there uh, to tend them for profit. Amen. The relationship extends farther than a superficial, you know, you act right, I'm going to act right with you. You cheat on me, I'm going to cheat on you. That's not, that's not even becoming, that's not even the sanction level of expectation. Amen. The, the paradigm is here, but the shift is to the right. Amen. Amen. The shift, glory to God, is abundantly crucial for a increase in the things of God. It's a increase so that you know and understand and grow in the things of God. And he says here, truly, truly, I say to you, when you see and hear a hallelujah, there's this level of elevation, which he's rendering unto Peter. He's letting him know, I need you to administer. I need you to take my place and let the run, the young run with the vision. So not only is he investing in him and asking him to be mid-course corrected per the vision that he's sharing out with him, but he's saying, listen, man, listen to what I, this is it. He says, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But he says, but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. And so 19, he says here, this he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Follow me. Peter gets right. He gets a line. Hallelujah. I can hear him when he first greeted him. He says, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. Hallelujah. Follow me. The things that I show you is because the Father in heaven has shown me. Hallelujah, Peter. Get it right. Get it right. The, the lie that you told, I prophesied that it would be uh, so. But I, I'm, hey, Peter, I need you to get it right. And so Peter turned and saw the disciples whom Jesus loved followed them and one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is it that is going to betray you? Amen. When Peter saw, glory to God, he, him, he said to Jesus, Lord, 
What about this man? Jesus said to him, glory to God. Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. I just, I, I just want to read that through. But follow me. Get it corrected. Your instance of experience in Jesus Christ facilitates you to operate at a higher level of expectation. You can't go back to the same uh, water and hole. You can't go back to the same instance. You are not the same. Amen. Glory to God. That's the word on today. God bless you and we love you in the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor Derek Fletcher. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for this word that it imparted, that it go into the hearts of your people. And we glorify you. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving.